This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. So we have a Lebanese humanitarian activist, clown and performer today. She's the first female clown to receive the premier clown Nel Cuoro Award in Italy with qualifications in performing arts from London and social therapy from New York. She's worked in communities all over the world. She founded an organization called Clown Me In in Lebanon and Mexico. And this is a group that uses the art of clowning to fight social injustice. She's a really interesting young lady. She was amongst the 40 cultural leaders who were invited to the World Economic Forum in 2017 to share their work. She's a member of Clowns Without Borders. They spread joy and laughter amongst disadvantaged communities. She's the artistic director of International Institute of Very, Very Serious Studies a performance training program in Beirut, focusing on social street theater. And she's worked in more than 100 communities. Here's one of the gems we've learned about in this chat. It's always good for all of us to figure out what is bothering us at this moment and to find ways to make it better or for it to stop bothering us. And it's something that we have to come up with all together. I have no answers for anything and nobody has really. It's, it's a group work. Uh, Sabine, tell me, what is wellness to you? Well, I think wellness to me is when we're, as human beings, we're really well supported by our family members and by ourselves and that's that's what's mainly very very important to be well in life is to have this support system that starts with ourselves and then expands to uh the close family and and the bigger circle and the society that's lovely sabine One of the things that I say a lot to people is exactly what you said is, you know how you talk about supporting yourself? Right. That's so important. So many times in trying to support everyone around us, we forget about ourselves. So thank you for pointing that out. Explain to me, what is clowning? So the clowning we're going to be talking about here is not, you know, the big hair, not the big shoes. It's not, you know, the clown we know that we see in birthday parties. It's mostly the clown that is this status that is really close to us, close to who we are. It's everything that we have, that we like and we dislike. It's this playfulness, it's this naivete, it's this Mm -hmm. transparency and this connection with ourselves and with the others that we are going to talk about. So it's this state that is beyond what we see uh, on the outside. It's a real us connecting with a real you. I see. And how did you get into it? So I I had no idea about clowning. Like I've mm-hmm. 
I've known what everybody mostly knows, and I grew up, you know, in in a war zone, kind of. So, so we had the civil war in Lebanon. So it's not like I grew up watching a lot of theater or uh, getting acquainted with uh, so many different theater uh, formats. Uh, but then I went to London to do my studies after after studying theater in Lebanon. Uh, I went to study performing arts, and this is where I. I got introduced to the world of clapping and I was like, wow, um, this is such an amazing world where I discovered, you know, my clown. So I got to experience my clown or how I, I like to say the state of clowning. And I had this, this clown that was like super paranoid, super army like. And, and there was this moment where I realized that I was freed from all of this because I got to experience it, to experience these things to the end, to the extreme, to the point where I was like, it's okay for people to laugh at me at these things. And it's okay. And I started laughing at these things and I started seeing them in like small details in my life. This is amazing. This is what I want to keep doing for the rest of my life. And this is what I want to share with people because it gave me freedom and another way of looking at life and of dealing with things that is much simpler and much more freeing. And I became well so you're saying that this clowning has actually given you a lot as well it's it's led you to leading a simpler life but a well life exactly exactly and then i thought what an amazing tool i just i'm so interested in working with people and i feel this is where uh, I belong. I belong on the streets. I really want to be with people all the time. So, and I have this amazing tool that freed me and made me a better, like a, a better person in life. And I want to share this with people and I want to introduce it to everyone. So, you know, you're talking about the joy and the fun of clowning, right? But you also use that to heal people. So what I find fascinating is the way you combine your healing work with, you know, the clowning and the clown's persona. So tell us a bit about the work you do. Mostly is working with groups of people uh, where the group, well, I'm not the therapist, it's a non-medical approach. So let's, let's have this on the table. The idea is to work with a group of people and to know how to listen to this group of people. And this group of people becomes the therapeutic unit. We all support each other to become better. I guess it's funnier from where you're standing. Cause from over here I miss the joke Clear the way for my crash landing I've done it again Another number for your notes I'd be smiling if I wasn't so desperate Patient if I had the time I could stop and answer all of your questions 
clowning and social therapy when working with people and so i have one thing where i work with groups of people women men teenagers and kids and we do social therapy groups we use different types of art we use clowning as a base because we we need this openness this playfulness in everything storytelling theater mask work uh, social work everything in these groups so that's one one way of my work and then another way is i have a group of clowns clowning in and i work with clowns without borders and we as clowns we go to communities and we spread joy and laughter and we perform uh, in different contexts from you know refugee camps to people going through different hardship stuff to people living in war zones so we perform and spread joy and laughter and then we also use clowning to ask for a little bit of human rights and social justice in life so we use it in protests we go to protests as clowns we do street theater performances tackling deep political and societal uh, issues so it's a bit of of everything This is Anshu Bahanda you can find our podcast wellness curated on Apple Spotify and a host of other channels So what you do is you can you tackle very very deep issues whether it's political whether it's societal whether it's cultural in a fun way and you combine your social therapy with your clowning and you help people come to their own solutions is that right absolutely none of us has solutions i always i always believe that all of us it's it's always good for all of us to figure out what is bothering us at this moment and to find ways to make it better or for it to stop bothering us and it's something that we have to come up with all together i have no answers for anything and nobody has really it's it's a group work but tell me in the work that you've done give us an example of one of the most amazing breakthroughs that you remember because you performed all over the world with all kinds of community you know in lebanon in in august 2020 we had one of the biggest explosions the fifth biggest explosion in the world and 300,000 people lost their homes they became displaced beirut was in like was rubbles everywhere and us clowns you know we thought this is this is the time where we should be on the street spreading joy and laughter and you know we've talked a lot among us like is it the right time is it not the right time people are grieving and we were all very very sad but then a few weeks later we put a, sh- a show together put on our costumes that are all super colorful got our kazoos and music and you know accordion and hula hoops and everything that's that's very colorful and joyful mm-hmm. parading in a very gray i would i would say 
you know, you would walk in rubbles in a super gray area where people are very, very sad, very depressed. And then you have this group of clowns coming with music and joy and offering a different provocation to this uh, on the streets and having a different experience with with people and we performed a lot in in this period and there was in one performance we did in one of the affected areas uh, and we knew afterwards that one little girl who was like nine or ten years old had not mm -hmm. spoken after the explosion for a month and a half she hadn't said a word like she stopped speaking and then after our performance she went back home and she told her dad everything about the performance. For us, that was like, this is it. That's what we are here for. Because maybe we just gave this little girl a moment where she felt free. Something magical happened and she talked. So you gave her a little mirror into another world and that healed something in her present world. Incredible. It's also, you know, giving this, giving people a moment of joy and a moment of hope. Hope really makes us stay alive. This is this is the only thing that keeps us alive in with whatever we're we're going through, and uh, and clowning is hope is magic is life and it can do wonders wonderful that is a wonderful story now tell me you have worked right from like you said from refugee camps to places of trauma like the story you gave us right and you've been to places like the world economic forum where you met world leaders and people who literally set policies for the whole world tell me what do you think does humanity need to do differently and what can each one of us do differently to make a difference from what happened to me at the world economic forum when i was invited i was like what am i gonna go do how am i gonna talk to these people and i really work in like extreme poverty always on the street i'm always with people and then all of a sudden i had to go be with all these like top leaders of the world here's a clown a professional i was always joking saying i'm the professional clown here they're all clowns but we're all clowns, but I'm a professional one here. And then what I, what I really learned from this experience is that how to listen. And listen by listening, I mean how to understand what the other is saying, how to add to what this other is saying, and how to come up with new realities all together and stop the prejudice. I, was, I had prejudices, right? And when I met people there when I really listened I just was amazed how how much I learned and how how beneficial it was and I think we all should come to each other listen to each other and then see the good in each other because there's there's so so much good in every one of us that we have to take hold of and do something with it that's what I think we should be doing. Magnificent. Now, tell me if you can give us some tips and tools that we can take away, that we can use in our daily lives to do with laughter therapy, to do with social therapy, maybe some little exercise we can go away with.
feel when you're stuck, just laugh. Mm -hmm. Laughter releases so much uh, tension, makes us relaxed. You know, if you see someone who's like very not not smiling and you smile, then the other person will smile back. So I'll start by a little bit and you'll laugh a little bit more and I'll laugh more and you'll laugh even more and I'll do it more and you'll do it more. We'll try. Okay. Ha. 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 it doesn't we don't have to stop but this is like a small a small idea and even if you start by faking it's just... yeah and then you start you land up laughing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's lovely and you know i see uh in london i live in london in regent's park i see a group of people standing sometimes laughing so I, they obviously practice laughter therapy and i've always wondered how that works next time you see them just go and be like ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you. I mean, you're right. You do feel a lot lighter every time you laugh. You do feel lighter. Tell me, Sabine, do you have any advice? You know, we can't solve the endless crazy things happening in the world, but we can spend small moments of joy. So I always, you know, tell people find your support system. uh find the group that makes you laugh find what makes you joyful and do more of it and always think about yourself give time to yourself and when in doubt just laugh for some time and play and then you know sleep on it wake up and then think about it <laughs> wonderful sabine what is the best way to do social therapy with children so so i think i think i would say the best way is to listen to the kids so to know what they really want to do we always go to work with people whether they're children or adults and we have this agenda i mean it's always good to go with like a plan but it's always good to listen and to see where they take us what they want to do um and to offer endless ideas for games and to play and with playfulness and with how you lead the sessions of of games and and play then you start listening to what the kids or whoever want to do um and how they want to do it and you do it <laughs> <laughs> 